Devlin, Duck, Hodges, who is also a duck calling champion. Duck Hodges. Hodges. Hodges looking deep again. Going deep. Touchdown! Sets the feet. Floats it upstairs. Caught! Look at Duck. Duck is flying down there. Hodges fields it. Fires end zone and it is caught. Touchdown! They may be better off with Hodges. Definitely! Especially if Duck Hodges is leading the flock. We're going to start Duck this week. Devlin Hodges, to me, is a better quarterback. You get Ducky Hodges in there with his duck call. Quack, quack, quack! This is the Duck Hodges Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Duck Hodges Podcast, episode three. And we are here in, well, actually, south of Nashville, Tennessee, with a good friend of mine, Mr. William Frawley, who is the, uh, well, I forgot forgot what position you are, Tetra. But we're here at the Tetra headquarters. And this uh, episode is especially brought to you by Tetra. And, man, I, I got some buddies. I've used them. And it really has been kind of what they say, life-changing as far as out in the woods. Um, I got a buddy who literally cannot hear anything. And, man, he's heard turkeys gobble this year. And he's just, man, it's, it's lit a fire back in him that, uh, you know, he didn't have. And we also want to take a second and thank our other sponsors, Browning, Shin Gear, and Mossy Oak. And, again, if you want to be a part of it, hit me up. But, Will... Let me call you Will or William. That's whatever. We'll call you Will today, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Living dude, the dream. Dude, thanks for hopping on the podcast, yeah. dude. I mean, you, y'all can't see the outside of this, but we are in a old plantation home pretty much, More which less, is yeah. kind of where the headquarters of Tetra is, man. And I'm I'm excited, dude. We talked about doing a podcast for a while, and man, a lot of people may not know, but me and Will, we actually went to college together in the same fraternity. That's true. Until one of us had to leave, and... Um, <laughs> Man, you know, now here we are. Now we're both, you know, doing stuff in the outdoor industry. And, man, we love turkey hunting and duck hunting. But, uh, man, it's, it's, it's middle of turkey season, man. How's, how's, it, how's it been going for you? It's been, it's been all right. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before we press record. But it's been a weird year. Um, I, from what I've seen, the turkey numbers are definitely down around here. Um, public land is not as secret as it used to be. They ain't no more. They know it's not a secret spot no more. No, so. no. Pretty much all my public land spots have been overrun by people. And so, and it's just harder and harder to find land. And it's even harder to find land with birds on it. But I mean, you know, we've made do. I've shot two myself. I shot one right down the road up here in Fairview and then I shot one in Texas. And then, and then what you've seen two more die. I've right? seen four total die. See, man, yeah. I always go off kind of how many you see die in a way mm-hmm. because I mean, like, especially this year, like I've called, I've called three up for people. Mm hmm. That literally the only thing that I didn't do was pull the trigger, right. and I know if I would have pulled the trigger, the same outcome. Been the same outcome. But man, I, I've been you know I've been fortunate enough to have a pretty good season. Yeah. Um, I know I killed you know two here in the past five or six days, one in Kentucky, one in Tennessee, and man, uh, you know we were talking earlier, man. I don't know if the birds are. I don't know if they're still just fired up in Tennessee. Yet. I, like I think they got fired up for like maybe a couple of days, and then they shut off, and mm-hmm. I. I almost feel like they're about to get fired back up again. I think so. I mean, I, I, I agree with somebody's that. watching this and like, dude, these idiots, like I've slayed turkeys. <laughs> but I mean, that's just going off kind of what I've seen. Like I when mean, I, the birds in Kentucky, it was just, you know, the gobble on the roost, I mean, off the limb. And that was pretty much it. Like there well, was not no. Only that, but when I was in East Tennessee hunting with Weston last weekend, I mean, between two days, we probably heard 
300 gobbles from, yeah, from you would, six or seven different birds and all like up until like 10, 10, 11 o'clock, yeah. you know, which is what you would expect this time of year. But like four days prior to that, it was on the limb. They get to ground and, and shut up like they would in the first week of April. I don't, I, I don't get it. Man, I, <laughs> dude, I had, I got to go back to Alabama cause I haven't been there in like three, shoot, maybe three or four weeks. I think I'm going back there this weekend and, gonna get on some land my buddy he's been uh my buddy drew from episode one uh man dude they've killed three in the past two days um so he says that they're fine he, he literally texted me about 45 minutes ago and said that we're on a bird that's gobbling so i'm hoping the birds in alabama are fired up still um when i get there but uh i mean i've talked to some buddies in alabama the guy that i hunted with down in silicaga their opening weekend it was one or two on the limb and then they'd shut mm -hmm. up when they hit the ground and he went I think he said he went eight days in a row and didn't hear a gobble. Oh, dude, but the be, past three or four times he's been, he's been on one. That would be miserable. Yeah, like on no, public land. Like so. nothing is worse. Like I, I, I seriously think I'd rather not kill a bird than kill a bird that comes in quiet. Yeah, I know it sounds weird. Like some people, no, might, dude. No, I mean I told yes. I mean, dude, not hearing them gobble. I mean that's the reason you go. That's right. the reason I go is to literally like yeah. hear them gobble. Try to you know work them in and but I don't for people that don't turkey hunt or don't understand turkey hunt i mean it's very unique because in reality the got like a gobbler is calling the hens to them right you know and like i hell i didn't even know that until like two years ago and to you're already behind the eight ball when you step off in the woods yes i mean to be to have to like literally flip flip the script on them and make him come to you i mean dude it's it takes yeah. a lot of uh nothing but a patience call. and yeah, nothing but a call, you know, me and you not big on decoys. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, my, a good friend of mine, the first turkey he shot, I guess it was four years ago, came in, didn't say a word, just showed up, and we shot him at, like, 11 o'clock. And he, oh, he was all fired up, and I was like, like, dude, that's nothing, man. I yeah. can't wait till you have one breathing fire, like, oh my 10 gosh. yards that's, away. That's like, that's like sitting out in a duck hole in the timber would be, like, 930, and you're just sitting there, you know, kind of bullshitting with your friends, and you'll have, like, two mallards come in, you shoot them, you're like, oh, well, they, they came in. Like, yeah, but we got them, but that's not they, the way you want you, to You're not working them. them. You're not right. you're not doing the, the fun stuff, yeah. so. Well, if they didn't gobble, I don't know that I'd hunt them. I really, I, I can confidently no, say that. No, 100%. If I they mean, didn't gobble, I wouldn't hunt them. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine going out and not hearing turkey gobble. I mean, like. I don't know. That's just deer hunting at that point. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's why they have deer hunting. Um, but, dude, man, I mean, we'll see. It's the 26th of April um, right we're now. We're on the when, back half of the season already. When we're speaking on, you know, when this podcast is released, the season probably about going to be done. But, uh, you know, you got about 20 days left, I mm -hmm. think. So, yep. no, nah, I still can kill two more birds here in Tennessee. So, I mean, I got – we got twenty days to go. We should have went this morning. I know, but I, it was, it's a lot. It's clearer not, and less windy. Yeah, than tomorrow than morning. Tomorrow morning, be. though, I'm going. I know you said you can't go. I hope I'm I send so you. Mad. I hope I send you a picture. I'm about 8 so mad. I've got that email this morning. Like, hey, we need you to be this thing at seven thirty tomorrow morning. I was like, do they not know that it's turkey season? Like, I can we postpone it, please? <laughs> Man, so you know, you're talking about your email and whatnot. Tell us exactly what what is what is your position at Tetra and just tell us a little bit about Tetra, like what people, what yeah, what, so what 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 you would want people to what know. What is it? So yeah, what is it? What what is Tetra? So my official title is manager of customer relations, mm -hmm. but I do a lot of different things because there's only five of us that work full time, and so I was the first employee started back in April of 2020. 
Um, and so I, again, manager of customer relations, phone calls, emails, chats, um, you know, a lot of face-to-face stuff comes under my jurisdiction, mm. if you will. Um, I help out with marketing. I do sales. I do business development. You know, I, again, we all wear different different hats. I do order fulfillment, repairs, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but Tetra as a company, we're the first and only pursuit-based hearing technology on the market. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is we've got technology like the amp pod you see sitting right here. Um, that's specifically designed to isolate and enhance the frequencies you need to hear for whatever it is you're going after. Um, we've got advertised, we have turkey, deer, elk, waterfowl, upland, range, and clearcom. Um, the clearcom is just designed if you want to wear it as an everyday hearing aid, gotcha. uh, if you need that, um, which is what Jared does. Yes. But um, everything else, it's all separate programs. They're all designed to maximize your listening experience for mm-hmm. whatever it is you're going after so the waterfowl you'll be able to hear your calls you'll be able to hear the birds working like there's nothing in your ears at all um you know turkey gobbles spitting and drumming which is my favorite part uh cackles yelps and everything else you know walking in the leaves for deer hunting bird flushes for up stuff like that everything everything comes in at perfectly natural levels but obviously when the gun goes off it, it shuts it down man I, and i think dude and i know i've told you this before and i know like I'm I'm about to get me a set and you know really start using them because like you know it's the what am I trying to think of the pe- people view you know earphones or earplugs while you hunt at least I know I did I know buddies that do that's oh kinda, I did it too that's kind of like not cool it's right. kind of lame like when I see someone wearing earplugs I'm like oh like look at him but man like really man like you need to protect your hearing like I don't think people understand because you know i'm i'm 26 right now and you know when i get 40 years old i want to be able to you know hear my kids and talk to me i still want to be able to hear you know as well as i do now right so it's almost like one of those things like people don't need to wait until they have hearing loss and effect before they get them they need to get them to prevent them as well and you know I, i i think people need to start realizing like it's it's it can be cool make make tetra cool right make tetra make, cool make here well not even not even just tetra i mean that would obviously we would prefer that you yeah. wear our stuff but wear something i mean that yeah. was the that was the campaign that we ran last duck season was uh cold hard truth mm-hmm. just the amount of damage that you give your ears throughout one single duck hunt um you know and you're three times more likely to develop early onset dementia and alzheimer's off if you one, have hearing loss off, okay so tell tell us Let's tell us about one duck hunt. You shoot, I don't know, you shoot a couple of volleys. What what exactly does that do to your ears? Because, I mean, people don't, I don't think people realize. No, they really don't. Uh, I have, we, I have need, no we ain't even got to talk about the gunshots because, I mean, that's a given. You know, yeah. everybody knows gunshots are bad. But, I mean, take it when you leave the ramp, you got a pro drive. Clinically speaking, anything over 90 decibels damages your ears. Reasons not to have a mud motor. Correct. <laughs> yes. Um, but, I mean, outboard motors calling i mean yeah on a typical hunt you're going to be calling more than you're shooting yes it's not hard to get a duck call over 90 decibels at all especially a cut down especially right? a cut down and goose calls and all that kind of stuff we got, we got, cut down right we got a mondo right there there's a there's a brute hanging on my lanyard back there but um, so these duck calls can reach 90 decibels those duck calls can reach 120 decibels which is no different than like a police like siren a feed call really and it's, like, it's not hard it's really not hard at all i think a lot of people don't realize that because like at least I know, like, when I listen to myself or when I listen to a video, like, the sound obviously hits you a little bit different right. coming in as it does, as opposed, you know, going out. Right. So the, oh. the biggest part about it is is you calling 
it's not going to damage you as much as it's going to hit me because obviously the exhaust is pointing towards me so all the sounds coming towards me but even still you know if you got to get down on them and reach out and touch them it's still going to get well over 100 decibels on your side of the call i wouldn't i couldn't imagine what a main street duck call probably pretty loud yeah yeah i mean they're definitely loud i mean it's good thing i'm behind the call not in front of it but but, but again i mean it it's not it, it it surprised me and it surprises a lot of people how call how loud a duck call actually is yeah i, I had no clue i mean i would have never thought that the decimals yeah. would be the same as a police yeah. car so and those things 15 are, minutes of calling is no different than one gunshot in terms of damaging damaging your hearing wow so what what do you know off the top of your head, like, what is one, you know, because obviously I could sit here and say, man, I can shoot a gut shotgun one time and I don't notice. Like, what what exactly does one gunshot do? Um, a 12-gauge with, we'll say, a turkey load in it mm. is probably going to be touching about 140. Gotcha. And, uh, again, I mean, and so if you think about it, when you're shouldering a gun, you shoot right-handed. I shoot I right shoot left-handed. You shoot left-handed. That's right. I knew that. So I shoot right-handed. Your right ear is probably worse than your left ear because of that. Just like my left ear is worse than my right ear. Because when you shoulder a gun, your right ear is kind of protected a little bit and your left ear is out there with all the loud noise going on. Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, So, like, if somebody takes a hearing test on our website and sends it in, I can tell you which hand they shoot. And I'll be right nine out of ten times. We should have took one. We should have took one before, <laughs> before, you, before I told you which way I shot, just to see. Um, dude. It's, it's 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 a lot to think about it really yes, really is it is and and man i think like i said just a second ago i think the biggest thing is the fact that people don't you know people think it's lame there's no question when a lot of people think it's lame so i think it's i think it's gonna be good obviously there's a lot i know a lot i know a lot of people that have i met more more people this year that have used tetra than ever before, you know, mm -hmm. obviously you and Jared and uh, Jason Hart mm -hmm. and West and all them. And dude, like, I remember, you remember when I texted you a couple of weeks ago and I said, dude, I need, I, I want to try some because I, I won't forget one, when I was turkey hunting, I was in the back of a truck and I had a stick like jamming in my ear and I was bleeding out of my ear. So that was one thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I took, then I took Jared out the next morning and called her turkey up for him. He shot it and my ear it was my left ear ear was ringing no sorry my left ear is when i got jammed this ear was ringing so i was like man my ears are really fucked up right now <laughs> so that's when i texted you and said dude i want to i want to like give him a legit shot yeah. and now i'm looking forward to it because i mean if you can hear every if i can hear my calling and hear literally everything the same except right. the gunshot why wouldn't you want right exactly and and the when, when it really hit home for me is i'm a much bigger turkey hunter than i am a duck hunter don't get me wrong i love duck hunting yeah no it's all good i'm definitely I, listen, a bigger turkey hunter than i'm a turkey duck hunting hunter. i i i ain't gonna say it i ain't gonna say it but we don't have to change your nickname and everything if you say it so don't change say my it. name to tom but let me tell you it's up there it is it's it's damn close yeah it's, so when I, it's one a and one b it, right. ain't, it ain't no more one and two right. i can promise you that yeah and so, and I mean, growing up turkey hunting, you know, I could hear a turkey gobble three counties wide. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was about four or five years ago, I was hunting Raft Creek. My brother shot about 18 inches from my head. Mm -hmm. It felt like somebody punched me in the side of the head. So now I've got 40% gone in my left ear. From that one shot? From that one gunshot. Oh my god! And so I can't, I can't hear a turkey like I used to. You know, he'd have to gobble two or three times before I find out where he's at. Really? You know, before Tetra, obviously. And all that happened before Tetra was even 
thought of. And so I was already in the market for hearing protection for duck hunting mm-hmm. so that when turkey season came around, I could hear. Yeah. You know, I was already I was already bad after that gunshot and I wanted to prevent it from getting worse. But I mean, I tried other products from other companies, you know, maintain professionalism, not going to name names, but there was one in particular that I purchased on Wednesday It showed up at my house Friday. I hunted with them Saturday for 10 minutes on Monday morning. They were in the box on the way back. Biggest reason is I couldn't hear my call. Gotcha. So I was, I yeah, was I mean, very, I would, I would very done, serious I would, about I protecting, the same, I would but the same I just thing. couldn't hear my call and I couldn't hear the wind was it sounded like somebody had a blow dryer next to my head and mm. everybody talking was distorted and it sounded like I was blowing my call through a pillow and I'm like, I don't know if that trade off is worth it. Do, does know? Tetra have like, you know, like the, the I guess the noise cance- cancellation when it comes to wind? Oh yeah. 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 We've we've been able to virtually eliminate all wind noise. So That's big time. Dallas when we were in Dallas, um, last year when when we were at the expo, the wind was blowing just as hard as it was this year. In miserable yeah and so and in the shooting both of our booths were in the shooting village last year yeah that's right and the wind was blowing 30 miles an hour sustained 30 miles an hour and we had our devices in and we couldn't hear the wind the only way you knew the wind was blowing is because you sure feel it yeah so you could not hear it so let me ask you this when when did you you know come on board with tetra uh you know how, how long have you been here and so i started in april 2020 um i was working okay. construction in arkansas at the time yep. um David Genevico, one of the founders, went to college with my dad. Gotcha. And um, it was a turkey show in 2020. They had just launched. They were like six months old. NWTF? Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. And um, I mean, yeah. Then what other turkey show is there? I apologize. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, I'm, that's I'm the one gra- of the only the, people that still calls it the turkey that's show. That's the greatest weekend it's, of the year. I, I grew up going to it, and this year was my first year working it, and it was oh, it's 10 times more fun than it was going as a going as an oh, attendee. Yeah. But uh, so I go, I went like I always did. I knew Tetra was going to be there. I knew through David's Facebook mm-hmm. that they launched it. And again, I was I was adamant about hearing protection. So I was a customer before I started getting paychecks, which is awesome. Right. It shows that you actually believe and so in I, something. I, and I then, bought in before I started yeah. before I started working here. And um, I went to the show. I knew they were going to be there. I just wanted to go talk to David just because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him in a while. And I'll go rolling into their booth. It was a Saturday. And they had a line of like 10 or 15 people at their booth waiting to buy devices. Yeah. And they were six months old. And I walked up to him. And I just wanted just sitting there talking to him. And I, he was just like, dude, I'm way too busy to talk right now. I just can't. I ain't got time. He was like, would, would you be interested in maybe working for us? And I was like, time me up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, growing up, everybody wants to work in hunting. Everybody yeah. grows up hunting and fishing. They want to work in. So I was like, absolutely. Which? There's some companies that I know people that work that are, you know, hunting companies that like people, I think some people think that like, okay, if I work with a hunting company, I'm going to be able to hunt all the time. It's not the case. It's not the case with some. I know some companies that people don't ever get to hunt Mm -hmm. and that ain't worth it. Right. And so, well, the problem is with me is our busy seasons are turkey season and duck season. Those are my busiest times of year. So it's, it's harder for me to slip off and be able to go and hunt. Even if I take vacation days, I still got to come back. Like when we was in Dallas, I was gone for seven days. I was gone yeah. from Wednesday to Tuesday. I got to hunt while I was over there. But when I left, I had a I didn't get caught up before I left, and I got back, and I was I just I got caught up Thursday this past Thursday. So, so it took me two weeks. To get so caught basically, up. <laughs> if you're listening to this, get your Tetra, you know, but you know, June to September, and then buy a pair in February and March, and then don't bother. He's trying to hunt. Yeah, okay, that's what we're trying to say. Um, <laughs> man, it, it's yeah, it's I know, like y'all had a y'all had a big booth at NWTF this past it was unbelievable, year, dude. And I mean, anytime you walk by, dude, it's just 
I mean, I felt like people were buying Tetris like they were trying to buy TSS. You just so and on our aisle, it was us, Apex, Jebs, and Higdon. Yeah, I mean, that's, we're right there in one aisle, and I, I called it Murderer's Row. Yeah, because we saw traffic from the beginning to the end. Mm. I mean, they had to run people out of our booth because the show closed every day. Yeah, and they, I mean, Apex, I talked to Apex on Saturday morning. I was just over there talking to Jared, and he was like. I was like, how much stuff did y'all bring? He said, we brought 90% of our total inventory. They probably sold it. I, I mean, said, I, I said, how much you got left? And he turned around and looked. He goes, I oh, probably 30 boxes. That's like, I know, I know Jeb's, Jeb's sold everything mm-hmm. that they brought. I mean, dude, even that, even, you know, Jeb's guys, they, they do the rogue ammunition. Mm-hmm. All that was gone. I mean, dude, that's the good thing about, like, I was talking because, you know, I was working with the Shin guys mm-hmm. there in Dallas and we were talking about NWTF. And I was like, man, it's like people come to NWTF with money to spend of like course. they ain't coming just to look they mm-hmm. are coming to buy mm-hmm. um i mean because i think gosh i think even waiters and i think they sold i want to say y'all were uh, just as busy as we were yeah every we, time i tried to had, come over there and talk to you y'all had a full booth too yeah we i mean i think we sold close to 60 pairs of waiters in three days and you can do that after ma- duck season yeah you can do the math <laughs> on on that with how much they cost but, right i mean it's a it's a good good weekend and it's like dude there's so many people. I mean, how many how many people come to NWTF? Like 50, 60,000, if not this more. This past year was the was the record year. It, it was it was between 50 and 60. Yeah, I mean, it's just man, so many people in 3 come. days. And you think about that if if out of those if let's say if 1% bought Tetris, how many pairs is that? A lot. 500? I'm not right? good, I'm not good at math. <laughs> I think it's 500. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. Hold on. Actually, let me let me check on that because if I don't at least check on it, someone's yeah. gonna. You don't need to be asking the college dropout math questions. Let's say fifty thousand times point zero one. Yeah, that's five hundred. Yeah, you sell you sell to one percent. One percent of the total attendees. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty damn good. I mean, and we still did really, really, really good. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was nonstop. I, there, yeah. was, there was quite a few times where I had to go walk away. Just like, I got to go take a walk. Yeah. Like I mean, I just I enjoy NWTF so much because. Not only is it like so many people and it's a good time, but dude, it's just it's a weekend where you literally get to see everybody you know in the yep. industry. I mean, that's when I get to see guys like Jason Hart, Mike mm-hmm. Tussie, and uh, you know the Jebs guys, right. and you know it, it's just cool because like literally everyone comes, everyone comes to have a good time. Right. You know, everyone wants to go have a bunch, a bunch of beer after, good <laughs> food, and dude, I mean, it's Nashville. Right. Um, like that's I wish I wish Ducks Unlimited would move theirs from. We ain't got to talk about it too much, no. but I wish they would, you know, relocate to maybe Nashville or, which I know they got one more year left they from got that one contract. More year and Speedway, yeah. Maybe they will go somewhere. I don't know, but man, NWTF is just it's so fun. I love that. I mean, like you said, get, being able to see all your friends is probably my favorite part. That yeah, I mean, no I mean, doubt, because you literally have people travel. I mean, even eat, and it's also like you can pretty much count on. Anybody that you've ever talked to in social media in the hunting industry that you may not have met, that's the perfect opportunity to meet them because yep. literally everybody, Everybody's everybody comes there. to NWTF. Everybody's there. And don't get me wrong, I know NWTF. They, I know it's NWTF, but I mean, also Nashville. People love coming to Nashville. Yep. There's always stuff to do. There's good food. There's always music. Right. And I mean, hell, he, there was music at the convention. I think exactly. there was three or four booths yeah. that had Z- live music. Well, you know, Zach and Mary with yeah. Country Outdoors, they would have, you know, some legit 
country. I mean, not yeah. just someone that says they can play. They right. have legit country artists come mm-hmm. and play. I know uh, uh, Brooks my, at Light Boots. See, they had a few yeah, people playing they had, there, they too. They had my friend Megan Patrick, mm-hmm. and then I know my friend Casey Tindall went to Country Outdoors, and mm-hmm. they'll have other people. And they, they had the, the, the pub crawl. Yeah, pre-show. Jared played. Jared played. I know Casey played and a couple other people. And and it's cool to see. It's cool that NWTF has you know like country artists that are involved too. Um, You know, we'll see if they can get Morgan or any of them guys out there. (laughs) But uh, man, it's it's cool. It's it's just it's a good weekend, and literally, I'm looking forward to it next year already. Yeah. I mean, I had. I can honestly say I probably had the best shoes of the weekend with my Bottomland Air Force Ones. Yeah. Sorry. The um, Bottomland hockey jersey was also a hot commodity, which Zach Phillips thought you played hockey. Yes, he did. Uh, he, <laughs> he told me he, that. So I shot a podcast with him a couple weeks ago, yeah. and he literally was like, dude, like, I thought you played hockey. Yeah. He's like, I don't keep up with sports. He's like, I'm sorry, but I thought you played hockey. I was like, no, I mean, I I, I played hockey when I was yeah. five years old, and you're not wrong. Right. Um, well, he told me, he texted me. He was like, I, he was like we're going to have Devlin on the podcast. He's like, I thought he, I didn't know, he, I thought he played hockey. I'm like, have you ever nope. listened to him talk? Like, there are many hockey players that sound like he thought. He's like, well, you had a hockey jersey on. I was like, no, he don't play hockey. I got, I got something, I got something big for NWTF next year. I, I thought of, I'm going to do, it's going to be sweet. I'm, I'll go tell you, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Greenleaf, NWTF custom Air Force Ones. Greenleaf is my favorite pattern. Dude, for turkey season? No, dude, it's my favorite. I'm not going to wear Greenleaf in the Duckwoods, but. If she, I'll tell you what, I, I told, I told Carter and Jeff at DUX, I said, if you make Greenleaf waiters, I will be the first in line to buy them. <laughs> I think, I, I don't know who it is. I know some boat company is coming out with Greenleaf, a Greenleaf, like limited edition boat. I don't have to get on board with that. I mean, Bottomland is the most Here's classic the and, and universally used and effective camo pattern there is, but I'm definitely a Greenleaf guy. I mean, dude, you look outside right now, Greenleaf is what you want to wear. Mm-hmm. Turkey season and Greenleaf, yeah. Bottomland is everything else. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I mean, and honestly, man, like Greenleaf is Bottomland with some green leaves in it. That's all. I mean, yeah, but. It but adds to it. It, adds it, to it does. Pizzazz. It does. I, I would like I said. I wouldn't wear it duck hunting. But, I would. But also, they don't make it for duck hunting. I tell you what. I, I like the original tree stand too. Yes. I mean, dude. Here's the thing. Anything with the original bottomland background mm-hmm. looks good. Um, Even the shadowly stuff that Nomad came out with. That's got the yeah, OG bottomland. It, it does. It looks good too. That's pretty slow. Um, essentially, anything mossy oak. Um, yes. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the old shadow, uh, you, you said shadow leaf. Remember the old shadow grass? Mm-hmm. Like that stuff. I mean, I remember when Avery used to have some old shadow grass that used to be like legit. Filson, that I, I had it. I mm-hmm. had a Filson vest I just sold a couple weeks ago. That was shadow grass that looked good. Um, yeah, shout out to the guys at Mossy Oak. Mm-hmm. We're big time. Big fans. Big we got, time. Y'all can't see. We got some, Will's got a bunch of Tetra OG bottomland hats right here and snacks and. This is uh this is like legit the like I don't think obviously people cannot see but this is the this is this it. is it this, this is, is Tetra it. right here there's one two there's three computers the room's probably looks to be about I don't know oh it's tiny fifteen by twenty maybe it's tiny yeah I mean it's so if you've ever bought Tetras it's either come out of this office or Bill's house one yeah, of the two it's it's not uh you know the it's not it's not not as big as what you think. I mean that's like dude, Gunner I mean Gunner Kennels they got the whole warehouse there. It's pretty right. big, but man, y'all got it going on. Y'all got a bunch of banners and stuff. Everything. 
Oh, I'm excited to try those Tetris, dude. I really am. I mean, obviously, I've tried them. I'm really like to use them, right? Like, to in actually a use them in a, yeah. Um, because I mean, it's it's different than just putting them in. But oh, that sounds good. Like right. I want to be able Being to able take put them. it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different to try them out here. at the WTF booth I, and blow a call exactly. than it is to go and actually I, hunt. I can't them. wait to hear that gobble at like 500 yards away because me and Jared Mullins had a conversation the other day. We were like, if you hear a gobble. Like, what's the furthest gobble you feel like you can hear? And I looked at him and I said, I don't know, but if I hear a gobble, I think he's close enough to go after. That's fair. If I don't care. If I didn't hear it, if, I, if they're gobbling, I'm going. Right. And he's like, I got buddies that, like, if they say it's 300 yards away, they ain't going after. But, like, dude, you can get within – I mean, I don't – It's not hard to cover 300 yards. And here's the thing. The All you got to do is cut it in half. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can run a 100-yard dash in, like, 11 seconds. I mean, with turkey gear and everything, I bet I run a 100-yard dash in, like, 16 <laughs> seconds. That's that's impressive out of turkey gear. That, I mean, with, 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 no, yeah, well, maybe 20 seconds. Okay, okay let's, let's say 20. But even, I tell you what. If I, I did that, I'd be too I out of breath to run a mile. I yards within, within two minutes. Oh, easy. Before the next gobble. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and right then you cover that ground in a minute and a half, you're in his bubble. That's Exactly. And that, that's my biggest thing is I like I like getting in the turkey's bubble. Oh, for sure. Like, I know some people, like, try to make turkeys come to their bubble. Man, I like to get in their bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one the one that I shot last week, I got to – if I picked this roost tree out right on Onyx, I was 120 yards from him on yeah. the limb. The, the most recent one I shot in Tennessee, Jared was actually with me. I, told, I think I told you that he wasn't with me, but he was actually with me on that one. And – we were literally standing by this creek, and it, it was like where it goes up the rock. So, you, like, I yelped and I heard a gobble. I couldn't tell exactly where, and I literally walked ten yards from the creek where I didn't couldn't hear that. I yelped again, and he was like a hundred yards. I told Jared, I said, "Come on," because Jared was like, you know, I was like, "Well," he heard it, but not really. We probably, we probably walked like a quick, quick, quick walk, probably like. 20, 25 yards, and I yelped, and he hammered. And I said, Jared, we got to sit down right now. He's mm-hmm. probably 70 yards away. And, man, I bet it wasn't. He probably gobbled 30, close to 30 times in probably 10 minutes. I mean, it was like literally, if I did anything, I, I would scratch the leaves. Yeah. That crow would fly over. I was like, oh, my gosh. And literally, I would probably yelp. Like I said, that probably took place in ten minutes, and man, like, it's I crazy how fast it can happen. Exactly, like that too. and because if I remember right, you didn't hear anything up to that point. I didn't, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, literally from from sunrise to about nine. I think we heard that gobble about nine twenty. I didn't, I dude, literally, literally didn't yeah. hear anything. We seen Jake's and everything. I don't usually do this a lot, but man, I literally like almost every 30, 45 seconds, I would give a little yelp because he was gobbling, and really because I know Jared enjoys hearing the goblin oh, because yeah. he can't right. he has tetris he can hear now but previously he, exactly i mean yeah. he, when he hears a gobble he knows it's close right and he just would do every time he was like and I, and I was just like <laughs> and then finally i gave a little soft yelp and he didn't gobble and i said i know exactly Here what time comes. it was anyways i just got my gun up and man that's honestly that may be my favorite part is when when you know they're when he coming goes silent when you oh, know they're gosh. coming and you're just waiting to see that head mm-hmm and then you just you finally see it. That's like I've I mean, me and Jared have had that t- happen twice together. And the first time he pulled the trigger, 
Um, th- this time, literally, we were in a little holler, and a ridge went up. He was right on us. I mean, this ridge wasn't 20 yards wide. Right. And just basically went like this. It was basically, fingers. I was in the yeah. finger, and he was in the other. And he came around the corner. The one with Jared, man, we we yelped from a road. He hammered. We, he was probably, I'd, I'd say he had to be 350, 300, 300 yards away when he hammered. But he was down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. So we went down there. We got, like I said, got in this bubble. And the same thing. And then, like, when he went silent, we were just like, and Jared was like, you know, I'm looking one way. Jared's looking the other way, kind of like for him. And Jared's like, there he is, there he is. And, like, dude, when you just see that head, that red head, oh, my gosh, man. That's so when he goes, when he's, like, 60 or 70 yards like that and you yelp and he doesn't gobble, two thoughts cross my mind. Either he's don't he's not interested anymore and he's gone, but – more than likely, I go ahead and get my head down on a gun because he's coming. Oh my god! Which is usually followed by you either hear him spitting and drumming, or he gobbles like twenty yards from you. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Oh, dude, it's great, man. That's like I was hunting one morning, and man, I was down in a bottom. It was that. It was actually the same bottom that Jared shot one in. I was down in a bottom, and on the roost. I was, I was, I literally like, I didn't know exactly. I knew they were in the bottom roost. And I didn't know exactly where, but I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get in there, I'm gonna get in their house this morning. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I probably was 80, 85 yards from from the gobbler's roost tree. And anyways, they were gobbling, they were gobbling. I look up like 40 yards away. There's a hen. I'm like, oh fuck. Like I hope she didn't <laughs> see me. And these gobblers flew down first. They hit the ground first. They were gobbling. Before the hens? Yes, they were the first two birds. I watched them all. I watched the two gobblers fly down. They were gobbling on the ground. And I watched like maybe four or five hens. And they were like where I was like basically up on this like half. I was like halfway up the ridge. And like they were kind of walking what I thought was like down to the other side of the ridge. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go down to the bottom and try Mm -hmm. to like get on the same because i like trying to be on the same level with right. them as far as where they're at on the yeah. ridge um and anyways i get down there to the bottom and i probably i get down to the bottom i probably work, walk 20 yards up anyways i just sit down for a second because like, i don't know exactly where these birds are, are going anyways i like i give like a little yelp and i know that these i know that these birds ain't if i'm facing you these birds are at my i guess See twelve at my one o'clock, mm-hmm. and man, at like my ten o'clock, I'm talking about like forty yards. I'm like, oh my gosh, like where these two come from? Yeah, I look up and there was it's two different different birds, two totally different birds. I heard them gobbling, you know, on the on the roost off the limb in the morning, which was only like 25, 30 minutes before. But anyways, I just was like, oh my gosh, and I had like literally, if I'm like this, I'm like, so I shoot lefty. I had right. a, a little tree right here in front of me. And a little tree right here. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I look up and I see them. And there's just two of them. One's like, one blows up. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. How am I going like this? So I literally, like, as slow as I can, go up and over. And they ended up getting like right, I guess it would be my six, seven, I mean, almost my, I guess almost like straight behind you. Eight, eight, nine o'clock. You know, I'm lefty. So I'm like, I end up shooting this bird. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Like this, right-handed. I mean, TSS does some magic, and he didn't go anywhere. But right. man, it was just, dude. Gosh, turkey hunting, turkey hunting's so fun because at least for me, most time, like when it happens, it happens so fast, right. and it's just, 
Yeah. And it's it's fun. Like I say, like I was telling you, man, I, I would like to pull the trigger one one more time, maybe two more times, but man, I just wanna I wanna get my dad on one. I want my yeah. brother, I wanna I've gotten to the point now where I get just as much enjoyment out of yelping one up for somebody else. Hundred percent. Because literally the only thing you don't do is squeeze right. the trigger. Um man, I took <laughs> I got so I took my, I've taken my brother turkey hunting before. He's mm-hmm. never killed a turkey. Okay, the last time that I took him turkey hunting we went i mean this this story this story that you're about to crack up we literally went turkey hunting we get out there you know as we get there's two different birds are gobbling mm-hmm. and literally i hear a bird i knew it was a hen because she started like uh yelping just a little bit she flew down she's probably like seven yards like at the bottom there's a gobbler straight in front of us and a gobbler probably out to her right and literally about two minutes after that hen flies down the gobbles get quiet. I'm like, hmm. And my brother looks at me. He's like, dude. I'm like, what? He's like, I got a shit. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, dude, you got to hold it, man. Like, bad. You got. He's like, dude, I cannot hold it. Like, Duncan I got squeeze, to. Duncan squeeze, <laughs> Duncan. I was like, Duncan, please. I said, can you give it like 20 more minutes? And he gave it like five minutes. And he's like, dude, I got to go. I said, look, man, okay, this is your hunt. Like, I was, I'm bringing you hunt. Like, I want you to shoot. You make the decision. He's like, I got to go. I, I got to go. He walks like 30 yards behind me. And like, I didn't know exactly where we went. But I look over and he's all I see is like a white ass. <laughs> and I'm like, I was, I pull my phone out. And he looks, he's like, he, and literally, he, this is what he says to me. And he says it at this tone. He's like, stop taking a picture or video. I'm like, shh. He's like, I don't care about the turkeys. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. I'm like, this hunt, this hunt's done. This hunt's done. He comes back, sits down. And literally, he sits down for about three minutes. I was like, man, why you get so mad? He's like, I don't care about it. He said, like, I don't be taking a video of me. <laughs> and about two more minutes, he's like, dude, I I feel it coming again. Like, we got to go. What did y'all, did y'all eat some gas station pizza or something? No, no, I, I didn't feel like this. <laughs> we walk up the top of the hill, and I told Duncan, I, we got to the top of the hill where the truck was parked. And I was like, here, Duncan, you take the keys. I heard a turkey gobble. When we got top of it, I said, you take the keys. So I'm going to walk to this field, probably that's 100 yards away. I'm going to walk to this field, and I'm going to walk back, and then we'll go. So I walked the field, come back. Nothing was in that field, and I was like, I, something was telling me, like, dude, don't leave. Yeah. Don't leave. I, I called Duncan. I said, listen, because he walked another 50 yards. I said, look, you, you go home. I said, I'll just have you and my dad come get me. 20 minutes later, I was calling my dad to come get me. Cause I shot it. Literally, I walked back to the bottom of the hill. Yep, he gobbled. He probably gobbled four or five times, and he was on top of the ridge. I watched him walk all the way down the ridge, into cross the creek, come up, shot him at like twenty yards in a matter of twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. I literally called Duncan. I said, "Hey, have you shit yet?" He like, "I'm shitting on the toilet right now." I'm like, "Dude, you're gonna be so mad." He's like, "No, you didn't. You didn't shoot one that quick." I said, "I swear." And I told him, "I said, man, give it thirty minutes." And I got back home. He he legit. He was like, man. I he's like, I I seriously. He's like, I had to go. Like, I'm, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna try to get him one this weekend, man. He, he just make sure he doesn't eat anything nasty before y'all go hunting. That's yeah, he don't need to go to no Buffalo Wild Wings or anything. I don't I don't <laughs> even know what we had the night before because I didn't feel like that. But hey, that's what happens when you uh snooze, you lose. Mm-hmm. So. When, when you know, you're going out what Wyoming mm-hmm. with Zach and Mary and Jared Zach and, Mary and, and Jared, couple. we leave Wednesday. It's supposed to snow. Um, yeah, what are you gonna wear? 
you ain't got no green leaf uh nothing that heavy yeah i don't know i i don't know i've already packed away all my cold stuff you, I don't need, you need, to, need to, you you have to bring him back out. So I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be Miriam's, right? Yeah, Miriam. Yeah, Jared said if he kills one, he's if it's a good one, he's gonna get it mounted. Which I I, I want to kill Miriam, and if I kill a good one, I'm gonna get it mounted. Yeah. I was I was gonna get the a, Rio I shot in Texas was real pretty. It was really? hard for me not to get it mounted. It was Man. really really pretty. It was a big one too. Dang. The guy the guy that, that the ranch that we were hunting we he we doubled and he I shot mine and he shot his his was big and he, we picked mine up and he was like dude that's a Big. I mean, it would have been a big Eastern. Yeah, I mean, he had a pencil thin beard, but he had inch and a quarter spurs. Are Rio. Rios technically? No, they're smaller than Easterns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like in between a uh, Eastern and a Miriam. Okay. Because Mer. Okay, yeah, Miriams are the smallest of what Osceolas. I think so. But they got the biggest hook. They usually right. have the hooks. Right. They got the spurs. Um, and then what? I Mar- think Miriams and Osceols are about the same size. Miriams usually their beards are not going to be thick at all. Mm-hmm. But dude, those white tips! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like I, I was I was supposed to go to New Mexico next week with a buddy of mine, and we're going to hunt Miriams. But I just I got too much going on. I can't yeah. go. Um, but next year I'm hundred percent. Gotta get. I've killed a Rio. I need to get a Osceola and yeah. a uh, a Miriam, no doubt. But. It's still time to kill a couple more Easterns, so we're going. Oh, yeah. Especially if we chase them in the Northeast like we talk about. Yeah, we're not. Michigan don't close till like the first weekend of June. I think Michigan's the last Mm -hmm. state. I think they close June 8th. To be open. So we could chase turkeys all the way into June if we wanted to. Yeah. What's the limit in Michigan, too? One. That's lame. I know. What's the out-of-state license cost? I don't know. I don't think it's all Not as cheap as the other state we talked about, I Mm -hmm. bet. Yeah, we're not going to name that one. No. It's definitely cheaper than Tennessee's. Tennessee's out of state is ridiculous. It's like 200, 200 something bucks for a seven day. I know. I bought one. It's, it's I, tough. I bought a uh, full year. It cost me like, I think three fifty mm-hmm. after like the because obviously I went ahead and bought a WMA license too. And yeah, that's a seven. But here's the thing: if you're gonna come to Tennessee, you might as well go and pay the extra hundred dollars for the whole year mm-hmm. instead of seven day. I had a buddy yeah. do that, open a weekend. He called me. No, oh, he called me. I, I talked to him on the Monday after open weekend. I said, "Y'all gonna come back?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Well, we kind of we kind of fucked up because, you know, we we didn't realize that the all year license is only about a hundred more dollars in a seven day." I was like, "Yeah, yeah," but they cha- they changed the dates on it. It used to run from August first to July thirty first, no matter when you bought it. Now they're running it for a full year from the date you bought it. Really, like a lot, like every other state. I didn't know that. They start. I think they're starting that this year if they haven't already started they should. it. I know Alabama used to be the same way. Like it would, you know, August is yeah. when it expired. So Kansas is a full year. I bought a waterfowl li- or all game license in January, and I'm going to get to go down. Or I might get to go over there and turkey hunt under the same license, and then I'll go back and duck hunt in November under See, the same license. That'll be yeah. Uh, that's all. all they they should do it. They, they should. It should be a year from the day that you buy 100. percent um, there's a lot of changes that the TWRA needs to make, but well, I mean, we can get into that if you want. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of changes that Arkansas I think everybody needs I mean, to make. Everyone, I mean, everyone, I mean, nobody's perfect. I ain't, I ain't knocking on anybody, and you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I know everything. Say we ain't got all the answers neither. But you know, you know we have opinions, and you know, they yeah. sometimes they ask for opinions, yeah. man. Put it this way: Open weekend in Tennessee. I hope it haunted some public land in West Tennessee, and saw it. The it's a pretty big WMA. Um, but the part that I was hunting was kind of off the beaten path mm-hmm. or so I thought, um, saw eight trucks, three of them were Tennessee tags. 
Well, one was mine, one was my buddies, and one was a local guy. I saw two Missouris in Arkansas and Illinois and Indiana. Well, I know right that. Um, I know that my buddies that I was talking to that, that I just said about the seven day permit. They're from uh, Arkansas, and they like do. They're like there's more people than turkeys, and they were hunting. That, that's exactly they right. They were hunting W May, and the place that they were hunting, like I. I know, I know people that like kill a bunch of turkeys there, and he was just like, "Man, it's crazy how many." It's exactly there right. Is. I mean, I don't know what Yanali shoots turkeys. It shoots a bunch of turkeys every year, but there's like four people per turkey to hunt. I mean, yeah, there's too many. I mean, I I hunted there last week. I think I told you about it. A little little piece of it that you can only get to it by boat. Yeah, that I ran into four people. It's like seventy something acres, and I ran into four people on a Thursday morning. Well, speaking of Unali. Oh, yeah. That's that's it's, insane. Dude, so for those of y'all didn't know, I guess it was, what, maybe three days ago? Three or four days ago. I said, I said I haven't read any articles. I know Will said he hasn't seen any articles, but, you know, we, I've seen on Instagram where somebody was, you know, had a fan and got shot in the face. Mm-hmm. And how, I mean, listen, dude. I'm not like I told you before. I'm not. I'm not for fanning turkeys. Like mm-hmm. that's not how I want to do it. It's like you said. It takes away. Mm-hmm. But how in the world that happens? I have no clue. Yeah. Um, because I could, I just I don't know. I put it. I put it in my in my view, my perspective. If I seen someone, you know, I. Don't, I don't know if he was in the woods. Here's the thing. If you're walking through the woods yeah. with a fan, that's one. But if you're out in the field, either way, dude, there's no way that I could just look at a fan and automatically think, oh, my gosh, just turkey bam. Right. Like, I mean, it's definitely fault on both sides. Like, dude shouldn't have been doing that on public land anyway. Yes. But the dude that shot him should have known better than to think that that was an actual turkey. That's, I mean, seriously. That's what I'm saying. I just I, I want to find an article because I want to I want to know the details. Like, was this dude crawling through the field with a fan? Because if he was crawling through the field with a fan, they got a shot is full-blown idiot. I don't yes. care what anybody says. There's yeah, no way. I think he's a full-blown idiot regardless of where it was at. Exactly. But still, exactly. I mean, was the guy that was reaping, did he go crawling up on this guy that was already calling in turkeys was knows, the guy that man. shot him sneaking up on the guy reaping i mean well i know this me me and fred a couple a couple i guess it would have been two two i think two years ago me and him anyways we, we were out there and and were we in Nolly? no i think we we're at a different one and uh Anyway, yeah, we ain't got no problem name dropping you Nolly. Everybody knows about you Nolly. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> There's too many people I mean, that honestly, don't hunt it. It's honestly, not worth everyone it. knows about everything. But yeah. we were at we were at a public land spot, and we thought we heard some scratching, some walking through the woods. So me and him sat down, and anyways, he gives a little soft yelp, and about five minutes, ten minutes goes by. I'm like, Fred, it's like, look, there's somebody. Dude's walking through the woods. Like with El- his gun, like, like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. First, like, whoa. We. He's like, oh, sorry, I thought it was turkeys over here. I'm like, dude. I mean, I mean, not. It's just, dude. There's some idiots out there, it's man. It's kind of scary that we share the woods with these people. I mean, there's, there's some. Like I said, there's some there's idiots some out there. There's some idiots. There's, there's some, some clowns. clowns. There's just some full blown dumbasses. Like I've I done mean, some dumbass stuff before, but dude. I mean, I don't know, man. You think riding through the Arkansas woods and setting up sixty yards from somebody's bad? Imagine crawling in on somebody's turkey hunting setup. Yes, with a. 
I mean, pr- prayers out to that guy. Uh, seriously, I, I mean, last I'd heard, he's still alive. So yeah, I mean, I hope it stays that way. But the, unfortunately, that's not the only hunting accident that's happened in Tennessee. No, that's no. There's a guy that died down in down near Chattanooga. That this got year, shot turkey hunting. Yeah, open really week, open weekend. I didn't hear about this. Mm-hmm. Well, I was looking for an article on this one on Unali and came across this one. It was a this some WMA down in uh, southeast Tennessee, down around Chattanooga. Dude got shot and killed. Yeah, I mean, y'all y'all be careful out there, man. I mean, See what what were you saying? What what's the what they teach you? And in- I mean, day one of hunter safety is do not shoot something that you have not already readily identified. Exactly. So don't be out there just shooting. Day that, one. That, that's the thing. Some people are out there just to kill and, yeah, and, and kill at all costs thing. Exactly. Is, is, oh, I mean, we could probably do an entirely other podcast talking about that. Hundred um, I mean, percent. But also, uh, before we wrap it up, uh, speaking about. We talked about you, you think turkey numbers could be low and just you know conservation everything man. Yep. If you haven't had a chance, go go to Mossy Oak's website and buy the Mossy Oak turkey stamp. Mm-hmm. Man, it's twenty five. It was twenty five dollars. Right, fifteen. I got 15. mine sitting over there on my desk. I don't know what it is, but hundred percent goes to conservation for turkeys, man. And dude, it yep. literally. I know people that I, I bought one. I know people that bought ten. So. Yep um man it's it's a good it's a good donation and it's also yeah. you know like you get a cool stamp and you get a cool little letter and everything so y'all yeah. make sure make sure yeah. go to mossy oak and yeah. buy that especially if you target hunt and you don't buy that you're crazy right. and then if you may here's the thing hunters need to all help yeah. one another it don't matter if you at the end of the day conservation for land is going to affect right. deer ducks turkeys everything, everything. so yeah man try to do your part yeah. um also if you haven't got a chance and go check out the new shin gear waders um with really the new camo this year mm-hmm. uh you know got og bottom land and then man the solids if you haven't seen them you need to go check them out when i first saw them i'll be honest i was like there ain't no way people buy these man people have been buying that shadow that mm-hmm. dark it's I think it's black. Some people think it's brown, but either way, it's a darker color. Who man. thinks it's brown? Man, some some people come up and like I, I see brown. Like we'll ask them, like you see brown or black? And man, I, I see like I see I see black. Mm. It's kind of like that shirt way back when you know they would oh, be the like the blue, blue and blue yeah. and gold. Is right. that what it was? Or, yeah, whatever. I think I saw blue. I think I did too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so y'all go you can go pre order those waiters. Um, they got some new. She will have some awesome cool yep. stuff coming coming out this yep. summer too that, coming, coming from someone that paid full price for the waiters it's the best purchase you'll ever make by it, far it the is. best waiters i've ever worn not even close well we appreciate it, it we appreciate close. it and then uh man if you, if you got a chance browning they came out with some new a5 sweet 16 so if you're big into you know quote unquote old school man which is dude the sub gauges are coming back Dude, coming all back. I shoot's twenty, and <laughs> oh, yeah. this, this duck season, I think all I'm gonna shoot's at sixteen gauge. Like I don't know if I'll ever shoot a twelve again, to be honest with you. The only time that I'll shoot a twelve gauge is my dad's old eight seventy. That's well, in bottom that, land. That's, different. that's it. That's different. Other that's, than that, I'm yeah, carrying a twenty gauge. Something that's been handed down to you yeah. is totally different. Um, carrying a gun that's older than I am is a little um, bit different. I, <laughs> man, you know what? I almost forgot. Speaking of Browning, you will you won't be able to see this. Um. We're going to go to Kill Cam of the Week presented by Browning. And everyone that's watching, I want you to watch it. And then we're going to watch it again. And I want you, I'm going to notice something. Um, actually, Will, you might want to just come around and see right, this. This right. is pretty cool. Let's come, come, come around. Okay. So this is sent in by our boy Logan from Camera Retro. If you, ain't, if you ain't seen Camera Retro, go check it out. 
It should play again, I hope. Um, there we go. Okay. So, boom. This is North Dakota. So, you, uh, you see all these ducks that die? Yeah. Okay, that's cool and all. Okay. You see that group behind them? Mm -hmm. Watch that duck just start falling. Oh, my gosh. Dude, Logan told me he marked it off at, he said it was a, every bit of 250 yards. He just, I don't know. It just got, it just got a spray. Um, I have no clue, but all I know. It's pretty. It's pretty badass. So, uh, oh, seventeen <laughs> H more. I don't know, Logan. Whatever you shot, man. Let us know. We need to get. We need to get yeah, some of that. More um, with that. But dude, man, appreciate you hopping on, dude. Yeah, this absolutely. was obviously yeah, this was a good one, man. And uh, now, like again, I'm excited to really use I'm these tetras. Um, man headphones make headphones great again yeah um, make well, hearing protection cool i was about to say hearing protection not yeah. headphones um yeah. and man honestly like like you said though man i think that's i think that's big that you're saying you made a comment earlier you said just wear something and yeah, just wear something because i mean that, that shows that like you really believe that hearing protection is needed yep. and you know it, it ain't lame i'm i don't think it's lame will don't think it's lame there's a lot of people that wear them and you know, get get behind them and, uh, you know, give them a try out. Obviously, if you're at NWTF next year, go by and see them. And if you don't want to wait that long, I'm sure you can email mm -hmm. email Will or anybody here at Tetra and mm -hmm. they can get you get you set up because y'all 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 direct to consumer yeah yeah we're all e-commerce so any orders come through us man that's, i will say this we're talking about doing a road show like shin did last yeah. year so be on the lookout for that i'm pretty sure it's going to happen and so yes yeah. we'll hit some places around the southeast within driving distance of, and and well y'all do that when like maybe in like probably a, july august july august yeah i didn't know if you'd do that more of duck hunting or more like maybe like february like right before turkey season it'll probably be more for duck hunting gotcha because gotcha. it's it's like we said it's easy to put them in people's ears and then blow a call no you doubt. know but turkey hunting is a little bit different no doubt um well i know i know because we ain't got pet turkeys here that we got just press a button and they gobble yeah yeah <laughs> be cool if we did well, i know uh I, we'll talk a little bit maybe some possibilities after after we hit end that, that we can do <laughs> but uh man well thanks for hopping on yep. uh again episode three of the duck hodges podcast make sure you like and subscribe and uh Man, looking forward to to many more, and we'll we'll have Will back on again. And uh, man, let's let's go get some lunch. I'm hungry. Yes, I'm starving. Where, <laughs> where are we going? You want to do puckets? I don't know. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Puckets or yeah, me Mexican? It. I love Mexican too. We could do Mexican. Let's, I think we should do puckets. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a meat and three. It's a staple. Ah, dude, meat and three. Yeah. It's been, it's been, it's literally been in Williamson County. The Puckett's restaurant been has been in Williamson. It's, never it's been in Williamson County since the early 1900s. Right, we'll, we'll go get something. It's historic. Appreciate y'all tuning in, <laughs> Duck Eyes Podcast again. Will, thank you, man. Y'all, y'all have a good one.